make your next move your best move so the rest of your life can be the best of your life. So the rest of your life can be, come on, it's not something you're going to preach anyway. All right. <laughs> Hi, my name is Prince Daniels Jr. And I'm a former NFL running back, an author and thought leader who lives by the mantra, nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. I found the game beyond the game talk that talk as a place for thought-provoking and inspiring conversations with professional athletes discussing life's transitions. Game Beyond the Game is an ecosystem for professional athletes to cultivate the mindset to discover their overall purpose and vision in the game of life. And now, it's time to talk that talk with your MC, Stan Pearson II, and myself, Prince Daniels Jr. Now it's time for me to introduce our very special guest, Alvin Ciano Jr. was born and raised in St. John, Paris, Louisiana, currently a mechanical engineer at Northrop Grumman with a master's degree in mechanical engineering from San Diego State University. He serves on the board of the National Society of Black Engineers, NSBE, while also being a traveling public speaker where he engages with various schools and programs. And if being an engineer is not enough because he's an underachiever, apparently not at all, Alvin was a former NFL linebacker with the LA Chargers and now serves as a fitness coach, helping people on their fitness and nutritional journey. And as a model and an actor, where he has worked on various promotional, commercial, and theatrical events. Alvin has gone from receiving over $2 million in scholarships, being inducted into his collegiate Hall of Fame, and playing in the NFL, to now philanthropy, giving back toward various scholars and other athletes. He is a legend in his own right. Please welcome Alvin Ciano Jr. Welcome, man. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Man, Great dad. So officially, how are you doing? Uh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Um, you know, it's, even during the pandemic, a lot of craziness going on, but you always have to count your blessings. It always can be worse. So um, I, I always just like to walk in blessings, walk in blessings. That's what I'm talking about. Now, I'm going I'm to jump right into this thing, man. So mechanical engineer, how did that happen? What I mean, NFL <laughs> linebacker, mechanical engineering. How did you fall in love with mechanical engineering and that become your thing? Uh, well, it initially started with my dad. He's actually an electrical engineer. And, you know, just growing up, he would always bring me with him on for our rental properties, whether it was uh, fixing um, just the AC units or even working on cars, repairing like, brakes and um, oil filters, so just changing different things, just a little maintenance around the house and along with the cars. And I always was, uh, he always introduced me to different hands-on aspects, fixing things, taking it apart, putting it back together, and it's still working. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people, <laughs> at that point, you can put it back together, but does it still work? <laughs> so, uh, you know, yeah, just I just grew up around an engineering type of environment, fixing things, working on different things. And uh, that initially sparked my uh, interest in engineering and eventually led me to get my master's in mechanical engineering. Wow, congratulations. And how does that feel to have your master's degree in mechanical engineering? What's that feeling? Uh, it feels great. I mean, advanced degree, uh, not many people in America, I think it's, uh, I don't know the exact number, but around 4%, something like that, yeah. they have an advanced degree in the country. So you definitely 
in a uh, a tier of your your own that it, it has its benefits uh, in a lot of different ways depending on your, where you want to take your career. But for me, it, it definitely helped me get into an actual engineering role specifically. So my uh, people that don't know my undergrad is actually not in engineering at all. And for most engineering positions, you need an engineering degree. Right, so what's your undergrad degree in? My undergrad degree is in physics and math. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Carry on. Whatever. <laughs> Not a big deal. No, I'm yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So, um, yeah. so that, that, that definitely helped me get into my actual mechanical engineering role now uh, in the aerospace and defense industry. And it's been you know nothing short of a blessing for me. Joe, congratulations, man. <laughs> Great to have you here and taking some time, you know, to spend with us. So how, how did the NFL happen? You know, I'm sure there's a long and a short version. You can find it so right in the middle. How did, how did the NFL happen or your dream of wanting to be there or to be able to accomplish it? And, uh, and, and before you start, does it have something to do with this big E that's on your chest? Doesn't have anything to do with that on your chest. Uh, the E, the E. Great pickup. Uh, great pickup. I, I, so I, don't, I, don't, I don't know who Yvette is, but Yvette said, I love how you represent that East. St. John High High School. Yes, yes. Let, let the people know. Let the people know. East St. John uh, a School. It's uh, in Reserve, in Reserve, Louisiana, a small town, St. John Parish, where I grew up. And um, that is that is where my football career pretty much began. Um, but way back, you know, 10 plus years ago. And, you know, from there, it, at East St. John, that we had a lot of uh, stud athletes on the offense and defense side about my. So just to give you some perspective, we in the state of Louisiana, my uh, my freshman sophomore year, we were we were ranked number one in the state, which Louisiana is not your typical state. I might add the mm-hmm. highest per capita uh, of athletes in the NFL of all fifty states. Okay, so just to throw that out there, and. <laughs> so you say John was was ranked uh you know top in the state. We went undefeated one year and uh you know just a, a lot of stud athletes all over the, on both sides of the ball. You know, I was just uh a good athlete, nothing too too crazy uh in high school, but I was good enough that I was able to receive a athletic football scholarship to Wofford College in South Carolina, D one AA school, and you know that's what I, I did the physics and math and in in football I started blossoming a little bit more and you know came into myself a little bit more. Um, so in college I you know was all uh, I was all American, uh, a lot of individual accolades and. We also won our conference a few times as well while I was there. So, you know, that's really when the, the accolades start to come in. And it was my junior year that um, I was an All-American the previous year. So, so, you know, going in, I wasn't in, in high school. I was just, you know, good, but not nothing too spectacular enough to get an athletic scholarship. And, you know, I was majoring in physics and math. So, that was a lot of my time uh, outside of football. I, it wasn't. It wasn't much of 
you know, people doing my work for me. <laughs> not many people. What are you talking people, about, Alvin? Not many. <laughs> so, so, I'm just you, saying in general. So are you saying that you actually took your ACT SAT? <laughs> I did. I had to. It was uh, definitely earned. I'll just say that. You know, not not against. I'm not saying anything against anybody, but uh, I definitely put the work in school-wise and athletic-wise. So I never really. It wasn't on my mind to. Oh yeah, I'm a. I wasn't. 100% sure, like, I'm going to the NFL or, you know, this is, you know, definitely the track I want to take. It wasn't until, uh, like I said, my junior year where that self-belief really started to uh, splurge and started to grow within me. And I, I, I can remember thinking to myself in my dorm, like, uh, the NFL might be a viable option, you know. And I even spoke with my head coach uh Coach Ayers at Wofford about the same situation, you know, and he was telling me the similar things, you know, keep keep on the, the straight and narrow and you can definitely have a shot. And, you know, so I played my, my last two years and, uh, you know, had, had two good years. And then at the end, uh, at, I graduated uh, December 2013, my, my fifth year, and uh, was in contact with a lot of player, a lot of coaches, a lot of different teams, the whole um, like pre-draft aspect, and you know things were looking good. I I had my pro day, did well at my pro day. Was uh, you know linebacker, two thirty-ish pounds, uh, hit two twenty-five. Uh, very. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, Prince. <laughs> uh, you know, had, had good measurements. Hit hit two twenty five, maybe thirty one times. Jumped about forty inches. Bird. Uh, I, I wasn't able to run my forty at my pro day, but I, later on at um, at the Saints, they brought me on for a, a like a workout. Yeah, and uh, you know, running four fives basically my fastest was was like high four four eight. But four fives generally, and so you know, you four every, <laughs> yeah, four 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 five. At you know the coaches be they always like you like so I you know, four four was like no, that's a four five. <laughs> four five. They gonna dock at least uh you know point oh one second or something. But um, yeah, everything was was pretty much coming together, and then that's when the uh, the Chargers called San Diego Chargers at that time, and. Uh, came on to to rookie mini camp and you know I was there. Uh, it was it was engineering and physics and all that was a, a past thought <laughs> at that time. So uh, yeah, that, that's that's basically how the the journey from little old Louisiana Laplace and Reserve Louisiana at East St. John to you know slowly making my way to the NFL. And shout outs to the boot and shout outs to the boot, you know. <laughs> and he's saying high school. That's awesome, man. Shout out to the E. Man, congratulations. Real quick, I'm gonna pass it to, to Prince in a moment, but do you feel like there is any skill sets or things that you cared, let's say, from your studies in mechanical engineering to the football field or that helped you be successful from one place to the other? Uh any skill sets that transfer, definitely. The the focus that is certainly one. Um, I, I mentioned in you know being a physics and math major, I didn't have much free time, so 
I've, I've always been told that as a student athlete, there's three aspects of college, uh, your, your athletics, your academics, and your, shows, your social aspect. You only can do well at two of the three. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're a good athlete, mm-hmm. then if you want to have a good fun time, your, your schooling is going to suffer. And, you know, <laughs> and likewise, you know, rotating around. So for me, being in physics and math, uh, I didn't have much choice to kind of slack off in that area. And you need to stay eligible anyway. So most people... If you have sense, you're going to focus on your, your athletics, your academics first to stay eligible, and then your uh, athletics to perform on the field. And so, you know, my typical day, we had, you know, morning workouts, 6 a.m. to, you know, 6 to 8 or something like that, had class throughout the day, had uh, afternoon meetings, and then evening practice at 5, 6. We didn't, I didn't get out there until uh, maybe 8, had a uh, late dinner and then it's all, you know, physics and math schoolwork until maybe one, twelve, one o'clock in the morning, get a few hours of sleep and back at it again <laughs> the next day. Ooh, so it was it was a grind. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, one thing about physics and math, you, you, it's not something you can, you know, just give an hour or two throughout the day and, and you're good. <laughs> it's far from that. So uh, the focus, the discipline was definitely a huge part. I can remember vividly uh, in the, the the physics building doing work and, you know, people hit me up, oh, we're about to go to this place, about to go there to check out this place. I'm like, well, the way these, uh, the physics, <laughs> the way these physics problems set up, <laughs> they're not, they not just, uh, you know, one and done. So, yeah, a, a lot of discipline on in that regard, just staying focused on, you know, why I'm there. And that's something my, my dad mentioned from the get-go. Always remember why you're here, you know, talking about college, not to have fun. <laughs> right. So Prince, I know Prince is at Georgia Tech. And also, I mean, in terms of the kind of institution it was, man, what thoughts do you have, Prince, as you hear Alvin speak of his experience and just knowing him in general? Um. Well, Alvin, um, I think I'm familiar. You, you you have a big family, right? You come from a big oh, family. Yes, yes, you do. yes. The you third, do. third of um, eight. The third of eight. So deep. So <laughs> <got> yeah. <laughs> <missed it>. <laughs> <laughs> the third of deep. eight. So man, with having that many siblings, that much, that that many that many family members in one household, um, do you think it also played a role on your character development and your uh, your discipline that you put towards um, um, your efforts when you were in college. Oh yeah, and, and 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 going to the league as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, the, the one thing that jumps to mind real quick is just teamwork. You know, knowing how to, uh, you know, on defense or the ball. Being a linebacker, I got to work with my fellow linebackers, and then the D line, and then safeties, corners. We all, you know, one cohesive unit. My, my I remember my defensive coach always say. The defense is on a string, you know, one one person flow, everybody got to flow over with them. And growing up, you know, that was uh, very similar. A lot of uh, characters under one household. So you have to quickly adapt to, uh, you know, just having people around you. It's not just me, 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 me. Like I'm the, the sole person on the show. You have to know how to work with others, have that, uh, you know, communication, know how to share, know how to just, you know, come together collectively and get along and move toward, you know, whatever goal we have in place, which in football, you know, of course, the championship. So 
which in, in college we did uh, a, a couple of times as well for our conference championship. So that played a, a vital role in just the ability to uh, engage and flow as a cohesive unit with others teamwork-wise. Yep. Uh-oh. Who is this? Man, who has he been? It, it, do you know That's my mom. That's my mom. Everyone's dream work. I was gonna say teamwork makes a dream work, but she said everyone. Everyone got specified. Gotta specify, Mrs. Like Beth. Shout out to Mrs. Beth. How are you doing? You raised yeah. an amazing son, so I'm glad that you tuned in and you're watching. And mom said, "Don't." And mom said, "Don't forget about the records you broke, also." Apparently, oh yeah. Back to you, Prince. I'm sorry. Don't forget about yeah. setting the school records. You said a school record, record in, in college or high school, man. In in uh, college, uh, I think it was like tackles for a loss and a few other maybe sacks. I was. I don't really. I didn't really keep up too much with the exact <laughs> records. <laughs> man, go ahead but and boast and brag, man. It's it, okay. it was. It was a it was a few different records uh, oh, like oh, that. Oh, okay. Four fumbles. I know four fumbles. I think I'm still uh, number one in that after school and four fumbles. Prince, nice. Prince, real quick. I'm cutting you off, Alvin. Prince. He he literally was like, I was kind of a decent high school football player. <laughs> Nothing to take a stick at. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, this dude was breaking every record. <laughs> Can we trust you, man? Can we trust Prince? Right. What do you think? <laughs> Man, come on! You don't have to be so modest today, man. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more so. It's more so of where your mindset is at. So, you know, everything is determined by your mindset, right? And if you, it's great to definitely celebrate small wins and uh, celebrate achievements in your life. Yeah. But at some point, uh, there's a saying that make uh, make. Make your next move your best move, so the rest of your life can be the best of your life, right? Mm. And you know that is profound because if we okay, I definitely uh, I did well in the past, but I want my next move to be my best move because the best of my life is the rest of my life in my future. So mm. you know my my records are great. I definitely enjoyed my entire uh, football career uh, from high school, college, and professionally. But now you know, I'm, I'm working on a, on the next move so we can uh, blow up even more. Mm, 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 mm. Well, you, you mentioned something about mindset, man. And um, I have a book coming out. It's called Mindfulness for the Ultimate Athlete. Okay, it's okay. My shoulder. Um, and I had an opportunity to send it over to you, man. And um, it's mastering the balance between your power and peace. Um, when did you say that you, one, I want to hear what you thought about the book. And two... Um, when did you think that you found your power and your peace? Um, so I'll start with the book first. The book is great. I mean, people, if if you don't have the mindfulness for the ultimate athlete book, you need to grab that. Uh, anytime storytelling, one key aspect is actual stories, right? So you can't have a, a storytelling session, which books are generally without stories. I love the stories that uh, Prince put in there. Uh, the the initial one about riding a tricycle and you know falling down and then just have just having a determination to you know ride without the uh, the tricycle the the train wheels like I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that you know something uh, so simple but have a profound impact on your overall growth I definitely also like the the detail you know I'm I'm more of a uh, a detail oriented person you know just observant. And I like things, you know, bam, 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 here, we're good to go. 
just the meditation steps, like it's very straightforward and simple. The um, another part was the uh, just the the areas of the brain and just breaking those down. Like it's it's very very informative book. Uh, there's a lot we all can learn from reading it. So I encourage you all to grab a copy of that. Uh, as far as far as when did I figure out my mindfulness and just have that understanding? Um, I'm still trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell from the back box. <laughs> right. uh, I mean, for me, for me, I think I think it's it's a it's an ever going process, right? So you know, you know, you always you, every day. I always like to learn something new from a world perspective and also learn something and work on something from my individual perspective. So uh, I liken it to, you know, being the best you can be, right? So are you today the best person you can be? Most people say, no, no, you, you're not right now, this today, this moment, the best you will ever be right now. You know, you always growing to be more. So just like that continued process of growing to be more, you're also growing to be more mindful of yourself at the same time you know, they go hand in hand so you know as far as when i develop that mindfulness every day i'm, I'm trying to get more mindful of myself more mindful of my surroundings the world how i can you know give back and, and nurture the next uh, upcoming generation and just make an impact you know leave a legacy awesome. daily process Appreciate that. You, you know, you, you're a super thought out person, and you're, you're thoughtful. And even you mentioned up, you know, the the team and growing up with you know siblings and a family, you know, as a collective and understanding one another. I guess as you've grown and become more wise in your days, what advice would you give the younger version of you, whether it be the high school version, the, the middle school? Ed, but what advice would you give the younger you that maybe hadn't had everything figured out or was struggling along the way? What would you tell that Alvin? Uh. The, the simple, the simple way would probably be, it's it's worth it. It's Ooh. worth it. The That's a good the, the 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 hot, you know, Louisiana hot, right? So it could be ninety, but it feels one hundred and ten. The humidity is one hundred and ten. The the temperature one hundred and ten. Everything one hundred and ten. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, the the hot Louisiana practices is worth it. The you know staying after school or in college, the long hours of doing physics and math work, which, you know, nobody got time for that. <laughs> it's, it's worth it. Uh, you know, the, the sacrifices, the the countless uh, hours just invested in, in myself, in my craft, it's worth it. You know, I think people, in regards to them uh, just quitting or just going astray, it, it initially starts with them not understanding fully that what they're doing is worth it, and mm -hmm. and that's soon as that soon as that thought clicks or you know soon as that starts growing in your mind, that's when you know slowly but surely you 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 wither away, you, you get off track, sidetrack, and you start doing different things because now you're wondering, now you're looking for that worth and that purpose of of where where you're doing and and where you're going in life, so. Uh, simplify, it is worth it. Well, I would tell yeah. myself. 
Man, thank you so very much for that piece of advice, too. That's some advice for a lot of younger versions of ourselves and even present day. And we want to jump into the comment section as well, because we obviously have some folks that are watching, spending time with us. Uh, Patrice, you know, she's showing you some love. And I also mentioned how humble you were. So I guess we can't. I guess that's real to the bone. Yes, uh, yes. Beverly, giving you the the uh, the titanium thumbs up with the smile. I'm sure Beverly's a great person. I love it. Oh, yes, and, yes. All and, back home. Oh, Really? Yeah. Edward says the E is a good look. That came from Edward Desmond. Oh, yes. And, Sah- and Sahar says, well said, make your next move your best, best. move. Mm-hmm. And th- th- that was strong. And what was, the se- what was the other part of that quote? Make your next move your best move so the rest of your life can be the best of your life. So the rest of your life can be, come on, it's not something you're going to finish anyway. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> if you have any questions for Alvin, make sure you throw them in the comment section because we'll make sure to get to as many as we possibly can before we're done with the yes, show as well. Yes. Uh, this is field. a cousin. What's happening, cousin? Yes, yes, that's the fam. The fam is here. All right. And if you I have a question, it. make sure you do hashtag ask. And that way we know that it's directed towards somebody. So we'll look to answer your question. Absolutely. Keep it going. Well, really quick, Alvin, how important is support? Now, it seems... You know, to some, it may not seem like a big deal, but you mentioned, obviously, your family, your cousin popping in and all the love happening. Like, how important is, in your transition or during transitions, you know, is support, you know, for those who are approaching their transition or dealing with their transition right now, how important is it and how can they tap in to different levels of support? Oh, the the support is monumental. I mean, that really can make or break anyone in any given situation. For me, um, like I mentioned, I'm the third oldest of eight. I have very involved uh, parents. My mother and father are always either going to the school. uh, My mom actually works at the high school, so she's there every day. (laughs) So there's no such thing as, you know, parent-teacher conference. Like, she's already there. It's just parent conference with everybody, right? (laughs) So uh, my, my parents are definitely highly involved in uh, their children's upbringing and my extended family always being supportive. Uh, I can remember in college, we played Baylor, or I think it was my junior or senior year. And it was like the student section and then my parent, my family section. <laughs> it was, it was, my family had their own section at the at Baylor Stadium in Texas. So, <laughs> You know, that support is is monumental. Um, I would say a, a lot of a, a large reason, a big reason for people you know, having the skills and the knowledge to um, make a big difference in the world is comes down to that support. I would say mm-hmm. um, I, I've read you know people people talk about how uh, like the cure for cancer is already made the the you know flying cars is already made like so many different technology and and knowledge-based questions me we may have it's already in someone it was just a matter of them having that support needed to get to that point you know and you know without that point without that support they didn't grow and develop to get to uh, that pivotal transition in history. And, um, you know, that is the the transition, that is the development that, you know, we all must try to seek out and, you know, just immerse ourselves in what, no matter 
whether it's family, blood, or non-blood related friends, uh, your neighborhood, your, your team. You know, there's many. I actually did a, a, I have a video series on Instagram called A1 Minute. A1 Minute. <laughs> A1 Minute. And um, my topic a couple weeks ago was uh, family. And uh, I spoke on how in, in every in every aspect of life, there is, you know, foundational, some foundational aspect, which usually comes down to family. You know, parents are, you know, every child's, uh, you know, first role models. Family is everybody's first support system. And oftentimes throughout our life, they become the main support system that we have. And, you know, it is, it is key for everyone just to immerse themselves in whatever support system they may have, you know, whatever, whoever it may be. And just grow in that support system. You, you don't, uh, like, if you want to grow, if you have a garden, you're trying to grow your garden, the, the support system is, you know, the sun, the watering it, uh, fertilizing, this, all those things are different support systems to help the, the seed become what it reaches full potential as, you know, a plant or a tree, whatever you're planting. And with, without those external aspects supporting it, we won't get we won't get the orange tree, you know. We're not gonna have oranges. We're not gonna have the big oak tree growing, uh, you know, from a little tiny seed. So, uh, you know, that is definitely key. Um, and I'll be remiss if I, if I, you know, don't mention my uh, religious foundation as well. You know, God definitely played a a great the the best role. In, in my life, in my family structure, in my uh, growth as well. So, you know, all of these things are the support system that enables us to go from this little, tiny little seed to a big oak tree or, you know, orange tree giving back our fruit to the world. Miss mm. 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 so David said that she loves you. Love this family. Yes, she yes. Loves what you're doing. How do you say your first name? Nalinia. Nalinia. Man, Nalinia says she loves you. Keep showing up to all our stuff. We, we're good yes. people. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. And Freddie actually mentioned, he said, keep making the parish proud. Freddie Braxton uh, yes, mentioned yes. that as well. And, and aside from that, uh, your mom mentioned, you know, being a family in a community of entrepreneurs or your family is a community of entrepreneurs. How important do you feel entrepreneurship is in general in building your own? Because I feel like that's something out of the conversation in our community. So how, what role has that played in your life and how you see, let's say, business and your own experiences? Uh, I mean, that it plays a great role in my life. And you know, even more than me, the community, uh, people of color in general as well, uh, I always preach to you know, my siblings or my friends about, you know, there, there's two types of people. You can be a owner or you can be a lender. And we know the, the, the lender is slave to the borrower or the borrower. Yeah, the lender is slave to the borrower. Oh, now that's one aspect. The other aspect is you can be a creator or you can be a consumer. So, you know, these two uh, differences, when you when you juggle these two uh, situations, 
you have a choice of, of where you want to be in life. <clears throat> Generally, for the most part, people that are the creators and people that are the owners, they dictate what they're doing in life, where they're going in life, how you know how society operates, the country operates. Uh, you know, they have a lot of say so in how their life and pretty much everyone else's life, the whole world will be on the on the flip side of that if you're a consumer and borrower for everything you really have zero say so <laughs> you have zero say so in everything like cuz you know for one you're you're just you're just a consumer so you're not bringing uh, anything of value to the table all you're doing is just showing up at the table to eat and if you want different food if you want something else to eat guess what you're not cooking so it don't it don't matter what you want to eat uh and also um being a, a consumer and a borrower if you're just borrowing things then someone else can literally say okay i don't want to borrow to you anymore and now you're just you know out of luck like okay what do i do next so you know th those two things i always you know ask people and you know nothing not don't get me wrong nothing is wrong with being a consumer, you know, buying things and, you know, that's that's whole the whole um, make the overall capitalistic society fluent and whatnot. <clears throat> but when that's all you do, nothing wrong with being a borrower. But when that is all you do is borrow and you're not able to, at the very least, lend to yourself. You know, you don't even have to lend to everyone else around you. Lend to yourself. That is, you know, for my life play a pivotal role in you know everything that I've been able to accomplish so far. I'm not even you know still in my 20s and uh you know from NFL to masters to you know engineering and you know working on satellites and rockets things of that sort a lot of things I have done have come from you know once again start start with your mindset the mindset of I will be a creator and I will be a lender as opposed to uh, a consumer and a borrower. We got Alvin Musk in here. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean <laughs> Elon Alvin Musk. Musk but Alvin, <laughs> Alvin Rockets to That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Musk 2.0. Right? <laughs> Musk 2.0. Somebody yes, said Louisi animals represent. Louisi animals, you know. Louisi animals represent. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> hey man, um, somebody asked a question, Miss Patrice Johnson. She said, "Do you have advice for young, the younger generation, and any advice for people who don't have the same support system that you have, or that you had, or mm -hmm. that you still have?" Right, right. Uh, so, for the younger generation, if you don't have the support necessary, it will be hard. Wow, mm. you know, that'll be the first thing I'll tell you. If you don't have the support system, it will be harder for you. You know, so, uh, you know, we, we can't dwell on it being hard. That's first and foremost. From there, you really have to figure out your uh, why. So why is it that you want to do better in life? Why is it that you want to maybe become uh, this career, pursue this career or have this type of job or, you know, go on this type of track in life? understand deeply deeply understand why 
you want to do that. Because the, the deeper rooted your why is, the easier it will become to overcome all of the, the what's in life. So the what's in life are um, things not going to plan. Oh, uh, I studied real hard for this exam, still failed it. Uh, you know, now is it, am I really in-depth or really structured on my why of, okay, I really want to pass, I need to pass this exam to get to my end destination. So uh, if you don't have that deeply rooted in yourself, you're going to like, okay, I failed it. I already spent my, my whole week studying for this exam, still failed. I'm, a, I'm not going to waste my next week and studying for the same exam. I'm going to go party, you know? So really understand your why. There's a book by uh, Robert Piyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and in the story, uh, there's two brothers who have uh, the same parents, the same dad, and one is a successful entrepreneur, uh, very uh, have a high influence, you know, giving back to the community, uh, you know, have everything pretty much they could want, have been creating a high impact in their surroundings. Uh, and the other kid, he is a you know, not doing so well in life. He's an addict. He's uh, you know, staying by his parents' house and just not being involved, not creating impact in his society and his surroundings, the people he knows. And so, you know, both brothers are interviewed and they ask, they ask both of them, you know, why, they ask one brother, why is it you became so successful? Why are you, uh, you know, just being so involved in creating a high impact in your society? And they ask the same brother, the other brother, the exact same question, why is it that you know, you're strung out on drugs while you're not pursuing anything. And they both had the same answer to the question. Mm. It was because of my father. Now, both of their, they, these are brothers, their father was also uh, a drug addict and, uh, you know, didn't accomplish much as far as, um, you know, giving back to the community, not being on, um, you know, strong financial sense, strong uh, spiritual sense and you know the other one brother that followed in the father's footsteps he just blamed the father like well why are you, ask, you asking me i'm why i'm a drug addict because my dad a drug addict what else do you expect and then the other brother said well i'm successful i'm able to uh, you know go wherever i want and give give to whoever i want because i see my father and i see him doing the exact opposite. I absolutely did not want that for myself was one person's answer, basically. And the other person, the other brother answer was, I had no choice but to become the same. So, and that is your why, you know. Another thing, I have a, a, a lot of different sayings. You'll get to <laughs> notice that. Another saying I have is, are you going to find a reason or are you going to find an excuse? Mm. Every every aspect of life, those, those are our two choices. We're going to find a reason to overcome. Yes, it's hard. Of course, it's going to be hard. But will you find a reason to overcome that or just find an excuse to cave in to the temptation or cave into the hardship or cave into, you know, whatever is going on? That choice alone, only the individual can make. So a lot of quotables there, Alvin. Thank you so very much for dropping those jewels. For sure, this is one of those play, one of those times where folks can be taking notes and reminding themselves of who they want to be and why they want to be 
that person, not just today, but absolutely tomorrow. So Jasmine says that somebody is preaching today. I told you, I'm not allowed. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had my outfit in my pocket. I would right. money out of Right? says, great mindset. Eric says, I, hashtag knowledge. And, and mom obviously says, you know, your why will determine your success. Uh, and there's also someone that is a part of the E. They, they want to know if you think they will play this year. But you may not be able to answer that. But that's it. his son plays for the E and wants to know that's a difficult question, so you don't have to answer that. I'm thinking yeah. everybody hope they see some football. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody wants to see some football. It, it, I don't think anybody knows at this point, honestly. Uh, nobody knows besides probably the, the coronavirus itself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's really, it's, I mean, same thing with school situations, professional sports is in the same dilemma right now so you know everybody is really trying to figure out things as they go um i I don't really have an answer but you know we shall see heck yeah we shall see so as we get ready to close up a little bit you know alvin how can people learn more about you where can they find and learn more about you from your fitness nutritional training and gatherings to to working on rocket ships man (laughs) i'm not doing enough in life i'm gonna work hard at things alvin must yes i'm on instagram uh a the number one ciano my last name a number one s-c-i-o-n-e-a-u-x uh you can definitely shoot me a d a dm or message uh, I post a lot. That's probably the most active social media I'm on. I'm on Facebook as well. People have been asking me to make a YouTube. I'm, you know, we still to be determined on that one. But you can definitely reach out to me on Instagram. Uh, any fitness mindset or uh, check out my A1 Minute as well. It's a video series on just you know, short snippets under two minutes on various different topics, knowledge base from history to present to uh you know science to theology related so Rocket. you know, it's, it's rockets you know all that good stuff uh so it's it's, it's everything under the sun i uh, i started i'll say this real quick my i started that series because you know people that know me people hang out with me well, i'm always joking around i mean even on here we you know, we laughing half the time but when i look at social media there's uh social media is basically is is based around having fun or different uh dances and uh different songs comedy and skits and everything you know the whole nine but i i you know i could have took that route as well but you know i looked at it as you know, it's oversaturated in the the funny aspect and then i look at the current situation the the current state of america and the world and there's a lot that we you know lack. Even even just the just the racial status of things right now uh, in the world with uh, you know Black Lives Matter and so forth. All of these problems come from a lack of knowledge and understanding. And uh, the slogan for my A1 Minute video series is actually "No better, do better, be better." You can't be better if you don't actually. Uh, act better and then you can't even act and be better if you don't know better first so you know, that's that's the initial um, state that that we must gather so you know i took that route with the a1 minute video series talking about everything under the sun i have i, I started it actually the, the first week of january the beginning of the year and i plan to do it at least through the end of this year we'll see about next year depending on how some sponsorship or funding goes but 
uh, at least to the end of this year to uh, just create that lack of understanding and knowledge that creates so many problems. Like so many problems can be resolved simply if we uh, communicated with each other better and understood each other better. Yeah. Yeah, that's, thank you for providing that clarity. That's one of the number one tools in a relationship, and that's communication. Communication, communication. hands down. I mean, the reason why so many relationships fail is because of communication. It's just like whenever we play sports, the reason why we're able to, you know, make that tackle on the one yard line or go score a touchdown on that one yard line is because yeah. of communication. You know, so um, sports really does teach you a lot of things about life, but. Uh, but it also teaches a lot, teaches you a lot about yourself as well. So, man, I mean, with that, it leads me into my last question. Now, I, I, I'm saying, you're speaking of yourself, but I like to ask this question because I like like for this show to be serious. You know, we like to have fun, but we like to have a serious moment as well. And so that serious moment for you is that if you only have 48 hours to live, um, and like you said, you have a big family, and you had to sit them all down, what would be some of the advice that you would give to them? And you don't have to go down the whole road like, okay, my mama, <laughs> my sister. My yeah, all right, so my mama was telling me. We're going to need another hour for that one. So, <laughs> <up the mama. laughs> uh, <clears throat> but, like, what would you say from your heart? What would that one thing be from your heart that you want to share with them and that, that, that would echo with them? Um, for the rest of their life. Mm, so if I'm speaking to my family, I would definitely say, uh, I, don't, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even tell them nothing. So, you know, when I speak to people, I usually like to get them to figure it out themselves and uh, kind of like how, how a parent does with a child or a coach does with players. You know, you can't, or even a teacher with students, you don't necessarily give the student the answer or the player the answer, but you guide them along the track just so, you know, they can figure it out themselves. In regards to my family, I would ask them, what do you want your last name to represent? Hmm. Everything you do today, tomorrow, next week, next year, the rest of your life, you are representing your last name a lot more than your first name. I mean, any neighborhood you go to, especially, you know, as a kid, you go by somebody else's house, like, oh, who, who, who are your people? <laughs> you know, they, they, don't ask, they don't care about your name, you know. We don't care who you are. <laughs> you know, they, always, they always ask, you know, who are your people? What's your family name? Who, you know, and that will tell them a lot about you because they know who you come from. They know how your parents were. And uh, the apple usually doesn't fall too far from the tree. So uh, when speaking with my family, I would ask them how or how do you want your last name to be remembered and make sure you live each and every day in representation of how you want that to be, because that, that perception will be the reality and you determine that. You know, we believe in fully, we fully believe in finishing stronger than we started and you just put the exclamation point on that, Alvin. So Dang. I absolutely appreciate you so very much. Prince, any other final thought before we get out of here for the day? Um, yeah, my final thought is, uh, man, Alvin, you've done some incredible things. You're still doing incredible things. What is it that you see inside yourself that you want to see uh, yourself in the future? Hello. In the future, <clears throat> yeah. uh, 
Well, me, me and Stan was talking earlier before we started. Uh, one thing, transition-wise, since we talked, you know, most transitions, uh, I'm in the, the process of ownership, getting some real estate, some property. That's certainly something I see myself in the future doing. And another thing is I'm working on, I have some a, a guidebook. I'm working on getting my website up so that can be available to people as well. Um, <clears throat> so it's the, the guidebook will be on how to live new, new as an acronym, N-E-W, Nutrition, Exercise, and Wealth. And you know, that would be one of many different ways that I, will, I want to give back to people. Uh, nutrition is not a step-by-step, uh, meal-by-meal. It's a lifestyle. You know, exercise is not just a little plan. It's a lifestyle. Wealth is mindset, and that also is not a quick, get quick, or get rich quick type of deal. It's a lifestyle. So, uh, you know, for me in the future, I really see myself continuing to, you know, give back, continuing to grow myself and, and challenge those around me while we all grow collectively. And, um, you know, just, just making a lasting impact. Legacy is, is a real big word for me. My, my last name, how I mentioned previously, as well as, uh, you know, everybody that I, I associate myself with and, and talk to. There's a, a quote that says, you know, people will not remember what you say. They won't even remember what you do, but they will remember how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll always try to, just you know bring out the best in people as i bring out the best in myself so that's that's that basically encompasses what my future self will entail Mm, no that's awesome man that's awesome um i wanted to say well man thank you for being honest your honesty and everything that you've talked about today and i just want to say thank you for your family support like this is awesome i'm loving this you know I got a, like, you know, an air virtual hug to, to everybody, 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 right? <laughs> like Stan, getting hugs. <laughs> yeah, man, but like, this is beautiful, man. It's, um, it's, it's beautiful when you get a chance to see people come from a big family and that family is so, so tight, so, um, so close. Um, because, you know, when there's that many people on the one roof, uh, the, the number one king should be love. And it seems like uh, your family definitely um, dished that out in so many ways. And yes. um, it's, it's a reflection of it. So shout out to your family, the Sino family. Thank you guys for doing an amazing job. Um, but those are my last words. So Stan, you got it. For sure, you all. Thank you very much for tuning in. And, and really, if you all enjoyed this, which I'm sure you did, or you heard something that could be beneficial to someone else, the greatest thank you of appreciation, a sign of appreciation would be to share this at this moment in time. It would be awesome that other folks can hear the thoughts uh, and the conversation that we had here with Alvin. Officially, I want to say thank you, Alvin, for joining us today and sharing your story. You know, for those of you watching, please don't forget to like Continue to comment and subscribe to our YouTube page where this will actually also be. So go to the yes. Game Beyond the Game YouTube channel where you'll be able to watch this as well. And you can join us here next week on Game Beyond the Game Facebook Live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And remember, be good to yourself and the others around you and watch your world continue to change. Thank you all so very much. Until next time. Peace. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new show is posted. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. 
To learn more about our events, courses, and other programming, check out GameBeyondTheGame.com. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.